Hey, thanks for tuning in. It's the Retro Tubity Pod, Nightmare on Geek Street. We like to catch up and figure out how far we strayed when we're neck deep in nostalgia. Motorcycles going by? Absolutely. The biker, biker boys are back. Um, no, it's it's collectibles. It's comics. It's the cartoons we grew up on. It's the uh, the hot cards that we can never get enough of. We're playing the exact same games. I'm closing the window because it's too loud. <laughs> Don't live next to a highway. Don't live next to a streetcar line. Don't live next to a, a fire station. I don't know, but we can live wherever we can. But yes, happy geeky week. I hope you. We got aliases to protect the innocent. We get this out of our system to so our loved ones don't have to know about it. So uh, don't be ashamed of who you are, but you can always dial it back a little bit. We've got Turbo here. The algorithm is predisposed. He shall return and uh, correct us on all of our mistakes. Uh, you can call me uh, Swamp Thing, the Bayou Caillou. But, uh, <laughs> you have hair! You have hair. You I, I have too caillou. much hair. I have too, For someone <laughs> who spends as much time in a marsh, I have too much. It is. That's the dis- disproportionate thing about swamp people. It's just like, that guy is too hairy. Actually, since since uh, since we're just jumping right in, we're yeah. we're, we're getting we're getting a little weird. Um, since oh, I heard sure. the motorcycle, and you're talking about oh the biker boys, yeah. What was uh, what was the name of that movie that Lawrence Fishburne played like the biker gang leader, and it was like the street biker gang, and his he like his name was Smoke or something like that. Uh, are you also thinking? Uh, well, there was no, there was biker boys, absolutely, but there was also the Ice Cube one. So there is biker boys, boys, boys. I don't know why I said like that. <laughs> That's a nice. My uh, yes, I turned into board. You were absolutely right. Thorne's just Fishburne, biker boys, and I feel like there was another one with Ice Cube and the gentleman who was in the toxic Britney Spears music video. So Federline? I, no, no, he oh, married oh. her. He was oh. the uh, the star. Uh, what the heck is it? This is going to bother just every podcast. People misremembering things, and then the two people who listen to this are just smashing their hand on their on their steering wheel, angry that we can't remember something. But uh, I think also Kid Rock was in was in one of them too. Despian. What? Well, uh, pragmatically speaking, jumped in here and said Torque. Is that correct? Torque. We yes, we have. This is what I call the memory marsh when uh, we misremember things. It's kind of like you know, a swamp thing when he 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 was a person. Was he ever a person? You know, is he more plant than man? We can't tell anymore. You're right and you're wrong. You're absolutely right. The Biker Boys, Thorns Fishburn, Kid Rock, and you're also absolutely right. Torque with Ice Cube. Uh, That's right, Kid Rock. Yeah. That's right. Yes. So yeah, it's as every nothing is new. We had uh, Dante's Inferno, and then we had Volcano. Uh, we had Deep Impact. We had the Core. Oh, the Core. We had Twister. I think we didn't have. We're getting a Twister too, actually. Funny, funny story. Since we're talking, since we just jumped into movies here. Funny story. Yeah. So the Core. Yep. Came out when in eighty seven, eighty eight, maybe not, maybe in the nineties, right? Uh, I, I would absolutely say the nineties. <laughs> you need to lay down. 
but like, I, like I the, don't remember the WWE stable, the core. Yes, I uh, know the core. Two thousand and three. Oh my god, yeah. get a get a cold compress, my friend. Something's yeah, wrong. I'm old. I don't. I don't. It's know the memory on. marsh. It's it's it sucks yeah. you in. It's okay. We missed. I don't things. really know what like years are. I don't <laughs> comprehend it anymore because I don't. It doesn't feel like a year goes by. It feels like maybe a couple months. Like man, the like as you get older, man, it goes by quick. Yes. Anyway, that's an existential crisis. We don't need to talk <laughs> it is about. a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so I was talking about the, the movie The Core. Yes. And a, they, a, a, a summer date movie for many, many people. So that came out in 2007? 2003. 2003. When did Avatar come out? Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. 2009. Okay. So The Core came out before avatar now avatar stole a copywritten uh well a copyright from the core because in in the core they had they created the ship to go to the core to restart the core of the earth they covered this ship with unobtainium you son of a bitch you're right and then the the avatar show then took it and they're like they were mining for unobtainium and I'm like, the, 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 mo- the laziest bit of writing was stolen. Yep. So what's the thing you can't get? Oh, the thing we can't get is that's unattainable? This is a first draft, right? This is a this first is like draft. It's like naming He-Man figures. Yeah, yeah. Rattler. <laughs> yeah. What is he? Oh, he's a rattlesnake man. Oh, Rattler. Okay. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Oh, God. We never had a chance. Good for you. Good to know. Were you now, were you a core or were you a, a deep impact? Kid. I I watched both. I watched Core and I watched Deep Impact, and then of course everyone watched Armageddon. Yes, yes, that's definitely a weird. Man. Date end of the world movies. Is that kind of like, oh, what would you do if it was just us? I'd be like, oh, I'd go do my own thing. <laughs> I'd want to sit and play video games <laughs> yes. and not talk to you anymore. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Deep Impact, nineteen ninety eight. So yeah. I got the Core, yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Are, are disaster movies not hitting like they used to, or there's kind of we're kind of like man, I still have to go to work. It's like it's the core, but I st- I'm going to be late for work. I feel like I don't yeah, think like I disaster don't... movies are a thing anymore. No, not really. I mean, there. What was the last disaster movie? 2012. That moon. Uh... There was a, a batshit oh, one yeah, moon. where I the moon, moon was going to kill us. Yep. And then I mean, well, look up happened with Netflix and all the the madness of that stupid film. Sure. Sure, but that was more of like, you know, it like uh, well, obviously it was a net Netflix one. This was the Moon. I think it was Roland Emmerich as well. Again, a podcast where everyone gets everything wrong, possibly. But uh, Moonfall that was 2022, and that wasn't like a big budget. Like you know, obviously, it wasn't a hit. But I think I watched that vaguely. I think I got really. <laughs> ele- I think I got really elevated and decided to watch it. And I think it was like. Like the, the moon started to fall, and they had a, 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 a <laughs> yeah, an expedition. Moonfall. Yeah, moonfall. Ha ha. Um, but they 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 send a mission to the uh, to the moon, and then they find out that the moon was actually just this sh- giant ship, and it had this core, and now it's crashing. Yep. And then all of a sudden, they re- yeah, it's yeah, I remember that. It's batshit crazy. Roland Emmerich. I, I think we just yeah. buckle up for. I mean, do you think? We just hit a peak now for the special effects don't really matter because we 
we've been watching superhero movies and you know a big theme for a lot of superhero movies are it's always an end of the world cataclysmic event that they got to try and stop and you know houses are blowing up whereas when we were kids you know uh, independence day you know watching la shatter in a million pieces rocked our faces off do you think we're just kind of desensitized to it well see here's the thing me myself like i wish like I wish superhero movies didn't have to do the big stories. I like the smaller stories. Like, I like those little, you know, 10-issue one-shots that would make a great movie if you just... I don't say translate panel for panel, but if you if you translated that into a story, like a beginning, middle, and end, and you could probably get a trilogy out of it, and it would be a smaller story, and it'd be more concise and more... Like, you didn't, you won't have to have as many plot holes because you're not trying to do it on such a grandiose scale. So, like, I would love to see, like, some of the smaller stories get, get, get some looks, but it's always the, you know, Secret War, uh, the multiverse, uh, uh, Endgame, and Infinity War, and, like, now they're doing Secret Wars with the, you know, where the scrolls were all the, oh, spoiler. Um, yeah, I'll stop. Anyway, it's the scroll uh, storyline if you're into comic books. You could say tenpole entertainment. It's got to be big big and then but still appeal to everyone so yeah. yeah the spectacle i don't yeah i mean where some characters i'm definitely batman batman could benefit from a smaller scale you know he doesn't have to fight robots or you know the lizard people that are actually totally real what other characters would, do you see well i mean like even even if you could see you could take uh like Blue Beetle's getting a bad rap because of the way it was written. It was geared really towards a certain genre of, of film, or and it was like kind of like the I think they're trying to go with the old buddy cop type style uh, vibe with the comedy. I don't I don't know sure. how to say how to say because I haven't seen it yet. But that's what like people are just saying it's very it's very comedic. Like sure. they, they, they really, I mean, it's, I think, did James Gunn do that one? Uh, he did not, but I don't know, again, like every podcast, we're going to get angry. I don't know if this fit, worked into the whole James Gunn thing or was done beforehand, but yeah, he is sure. a young character. Like he is not yeah. necessarily yet a teenager, so it's kind of tough. Like, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know what comic fans want. I don't know if they want gritty interpretations or if they want something that, that's true to it. It's so tough to say. Well, see, Everyone's the, the, fickle, as the, the uh, Daniel Daniels will say. Yeah, the problem, the problem with the DC universe, and I hate to say it was, is it's always been dark and gritty. They always tried to be the more, more adult, like they do it in comics. They're more adult in their comics, and they're more adult, and they were trying to be more adult in their films. Hence, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, uh, Nightfall, or the last. What I can't even remember. Dark Knight <laughs> Rises, whatever the hell sure. it was. Um, you know, they were Batman and like even, even Batman and Superman was like dark too. And like all their all their DC animated films are always the dark and gritty comic book style. It's not I mean, they do do some of the you know, more more ch kid stuff. Like Young Justice is geared more towards I'd say like mid teens. And then like of course they have their DC kids stuff too. I mean, which is still really good. I mean, they have that new uh, Superman and Lois cartoon, and apparently that's doing really well. Nice. So, like, like it's really like, like you can like I like the fact that they're doing like the Superman cartoon style, and like 
I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm excited to see James Gunn's Superman legacy where they look at Superman's son as opposed to Clark Kent. So, like, if that's going to be the story where it's like Clark, it's Clark and him as opposed to just Superman being Superman, it's Superman and his family, kind of like the show uh, Superman. Or what's what's the new Superman show that's on television? Lois. So many Superman. But you're, it's, it's something reimagined. So it's yeah, it's something reimagined. Some, I can never, something yeah, you I grew can never up remember. With. Yeah, it's something you grew up for sure. So you have like this, this. I don't want to say loyalty, but it's you know, it's you know, in the back of your brain for nostalgia. I mean, remember yeah. Lois and Clark when we were kids? But yeah, uh, like we, it's, it's a fresh take. Yeah. So it's essentially it's Lois and Clark, but I think it's called Superman and Lois or something like that. And it's basically. Lois and Superman are married, they have kids, and then you realize one of the kids has powers, the other one doesn't. It's kind of like that whole, like, uh, I don't want to say, like, the uh, the Incredibles, but kind of gives you that feel that, you know, they have a mixed family, some have powers, some don't, some, the one of the brothers resents the other brother because he doesn't have powers, and it's all this, <laughs> all this crazy shit, right? Like, it's pretty, sure. pretty crazy. Yeah, and, I think that the Incredibles did a lot of things right. It's been probably like a decade since I watched it, but like for, for what it was, it like was small, small things the down. Shit. Smallville. Yes. They bust their hearts. They would cram in a DC character to every episode, even if they only yeah. had like $30, like, okay, no, Amazo. All right. We'll just <laughs> give him a green t-shirt. You're Amazo. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like a super robot. How? Yeah. We'll do it in ah. post. We'll do it in post. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, like, shoot your shot. That's, you bust their hearts. I mean, you know, and it went on for so long. They fucking, yeah. they made the, like, I don't know if they, they, the actual cast made bank, but the, the studio made bank off that. The like, studio, the CW. <laughs> what we're doing the past few years now, the studio always makes bank. <laughs> they can just write it off. Like, yeah, that didn't make any money. Like, uh, it kind of did. Uh, <laughs> kind of did. Where, where's our streaming rights? Um, are you ready for a glut of just nothing for the next uh, year or so, and just like hyper violent reality TV shows? Um, I think I'm going to be okay because I was having this conversation with uh, Tricky on the other podcast. Ah, we, talk, talk. Everybody, we were... it's the Superior Podcast. <laughs> it's super weird for sure. Um, <laughs> but we we were talking about it, and I was like, I'm okay with if. If nothing new comes out, because I I have that nostalgia bug, so I can always go back and watch something now. Sure. So and it's and with because I'm reading comic books, I t- I tend to kind of do that now. Like if if I can't find anything to watch, like before I used to scroll on Netflix or on Amazon for like an hour trying to find something. Uh. You turn it on. If I don't find anything in 15 minutes, I don't really want to watch anything. I'm going to read. So that's kind of what I've been doing lately. Well, that so I've been reading. Re- yeah, I'm reading, I'm reading a lot of comic books. Uh, I That's just good. started the uh, the uh, Night Terror collection that just uh, came out. So I'm, I'm reading uh, the I just read the first episode, or the first episode, the first issue of Night Terrors, and it's the the Batman one. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Like uh, there's this character called Insomnia that. Uh, infecting the world via the, the people sleep by using something called the nightmare stone. And if you can stay awake, you, you can, you know, you can fight them off and, 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 and uh, you know, still live. But like, if you, if you fall asleep, it's just perpetual nightmare. So a lot of these, all, a lot of the heroes have fallen asleep and are living their nightmares, but 
then you realize, you know, like Batman, oh, I'm not scared of anything. Yes, I'm from, I'm afraid, but I'll conquer my fear, you know, and it's of like course, Batman, he's Bruce, mentally ill. And it's Bruce Wayne as like, and it's a, he's in his kid form when, when his parents died and like his dead parents are chasing him and it's, it's insane. He starts beating up his dead parents. He, he, he shoots his fucking mother in the face. Wow, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, so, again, yeah. if you haven't read comic books, there's multiverses of evil Batman, and I think oh. we the, the 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 one universe out of infinite universes, only one Batman is good, and he's it's arguable if he's good. Like he's a psychopath, but he has a weird guilt uh, code that he can't kill people. Every other infinite realities, he is a monster. So I like yeah. it. Like there's just one out of infinity. There's just like I'm a monster, but hey, you know, don't jaywalk. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna break your spine. So terrible. Yeah, there's 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 a there's a ton of uh, Batman on my shelf. There is a lot. There's well, a, let's back. Let's think back things up a bit. I'm glad you've been reading yep. more. And there's just way too many good comics and. Even reading a bad comic is is beneficial. Dude, well, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll tell you a bad comic I, I I read, and I actually read a hardcover, like a, a hard uh, hard copy. Sure, it was. Like a nice I, one. I, I bought the the new Fifty Two Aftermath comic. Okay, after the new after the whole new Fifty Two revamp, bolt. you know how DC they all love to retcon their universes now. They could let it run for two years, and then it's like, oh, let's restart the universe. It's, to try it's like Mortal new, Kombat. New They're fans. getting that new timeline, yeah. new timeline, right? Yep. So <laughs> everything old is new. Exactly. So I, I I bought this comic. It was it was a deal. I went into the the, the comic book hunter, and they had a it's a pack of uh pack of eight comics, and I got it for like twenty bucks, and it's the whole series. And I read it, and I'm like, it read like an acid trip. Sure. Like it just like panels didn't make sense. And like, I, I know I read when I'm elevated, like late at night, you know, I read when I, you know, have a little puff, but I, I'm not that elevated where I'm like, I'm looking at things backwards or something like that. Like I'm not, but like when I was reading it, I felt like I was reading manga. Like I read it, read it in the wrong. Oh God. Order. Like was it, it was the just four kind horsemen of, or it was 52. Yeah, it was, with... it was the four horsemen. It oh, was okay. just kind of like, I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, you got the, I got the comics here. Like, you know, I think it's like six comics or something like that. You and are I have absolutely them all. right. Yeah, and I have them all, and I read them, and I'm like, okay, number one, number two, number three, and I'm like, is it flashbacks? What is going on? Like, I got ah, lost. <laughs> so I, I was a little, I was a little upset with it, but you know, I might, uh, I might do what you do and just, you know, uh, I'm gonna go probably, I'll take them to work and I'll put them in the, uh, uh, bring a book, take a book type thing. The yeah. library, little tiny library right on yeah, the, yeah. the front lawn. I'll do that and let some kids have some stupid fun. <laughs> that for sure. Absolutely. Obviously, you get kids hooked on comics, even though the crappy ones. But um, for to be frugal, is there any type of uh, a comic swap group that you could join? Because I think that would be a handy thing for grown ups. Like, hey, like I bought this. It's, it's, a, it's a wash. We you don't know, really like, have a comic book trade. Like, I think play, we like we have, we, I mean, really, really, we only have one comic book store now because the other one yeah. went under, which kind of sucks. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's no good at all. 
It's no good at all. It, it kind of sucks. Yeah, it's no, uh, like sure. I got the co- like. Don't get me wrong. I like the comic, the comic hunter. It's a great establishment. Oh, for sure. But like Lightning Bolt Comics, like it was just they had, you know, they had a lot of more figures kind of into that niche market, which I, you know, I could every now and then I could pick something up when I went in because you know anytime I go down, I at least have to spend like I usually say like. I want to keep them around, so I would always try to spend twenty <laughs> or thirty bucks when I'm there. Sure, I I have one in my neighborhood as well, and every now and then I'm like, all right, let's do it. I mean, and that was a big part of you know a lazy Sunday, go out get breakfast, hit up like Reese's Boone Diner, and then like okay, or on the way to the diner, you know, depending on how hungover we'd be, <laughs> I was like, oh, let's swing by the uh, comic book shop. Okay, cool. Let's also swing by. This sounds obviously super pretentious, like some of the antique shop, you know, some dusty junk. But hey, guess what? I got some, uh, you know, arcade cabinets. Not cabinets, but the uh, the the panel inserts of the art. So just, just oh, you never know what you find. You never what know did what you, you find. get? What did you get? What did you get? <laughs> just games I've never heard of. So they just like absurd. I will oh. I'll post them at some point. I gotta, yeah, get, a, gotta, I gotta get a light box for them. And uh, so we just you, like, you, you could do that things. yourself. I, yeah, I could do shitty. Yeah, I could. no, dude, I will. Do, I will. Uh, no, I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how you do it because it's just our most popular little... segment, the craft corner. <laughs> exactly, but no, like you could do a like you could just go buy a frame mm-hmm. uh, from like Michaels, or even just go to a thrift shop and get some of those old shitty frames. Lord knows, I do. Right, and you could you could make a nice little light box out of that. Buy yourself a little strand of LEDs with a, a couple extra connector clips, dude. Good to go. You'd be all good right. to go. It's all about making your living space nicer. But um, yeah, it's just it's just things in your neighborhood that you like. You may not go there all the time, but it's it sucks when they're gone. You know, and it just becomes yeah, it a does. void. Yeah, so it's too bad. And also, just in general, you know, more comic book shops, more people would start reading comics, or you know, more people like to get you know collectible cards. You know, another another place for people to go get their Pokemon cards. You know, get some wrestling figures. Get some, you know. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. So, <clears throat> one of the one of the guys I work with, um, he he know I talk we I talk about my toy collection a lot because you know I'm proud of it. It's it's pretty cool. I've only been doing it for two years. I have in two years I have quite a quite a smattering of, of figures. I think you know I I went uh, I went straight to the uh, straight in there. <laughs> like I, I went. I went uh, to the deep end. On, I guess is what very, we'll say. I don't mean on a very similar note. Uh, our friends at Google sent me a reminder. This photo is three years old, and it was a photo on this day of me having the Masters of the Universe Origin Skeletor in my hand. And I think I was texting that picture to you or someone three years ago on this day. And I'm like, oh, this will, this isn't going to become a problem three years from now. <laughs> oh, that's it cool. is it is now. It you... became a problem, ladies and gentlemen. It became a problem. It did. It How many did. skeletons but... do I have? Uh, too many. <laughs> too many. <laughs> Thanks, Google, for reminding me. But no, for oh. sure, you've you've. Yes, it, uh, things escalated quickly for you. But you, for you to, to be fair, you haven't spent an arm and a leg, and you're you're trying to be good. Yeah, I don't. Uh, like I said, I have I have my I have my 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 rules. I don't like to spend over a hundred bucks. I'm not going to do yeah. it. Not yet. And not yet anyway. And I I well I have a lot of hobbies. I like I I, I play video games. I now collect toys. I podcast. 
and I do what I do three podcasts now. I do this one, I do the Toke Talk, and then we do the AEW wrestling rant every now and then. So like mm-hmm. I got I'm busy, but it's it's just fun. Like I love the fact that like when I don't have anything to do. Now I always have something to do, but when I yeah. feel like I don't have anything to do, you are a responsible I, parent. You are making sure everyone's good. But oh yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Like I don't shirk my duties by any means. But all I'm saying is, is like when you I get did. to come up here and yeah. and and uh, chill out and in your office, yeah. in 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 the in the nerd nook, uh, the the Hellmouth uh, studio yeah. as we call it. It's nice to just sit in here and just like, you know, get on the computer, turn on some old tunes, turn around and look at and like go, okay, what's next? Where do I want to <laughs> go with this collection? Be it comic then, books. Be it comic uh, books. You? Video games. It, well, the video games, I'm, I can't get into retro gaming. I can't do it. I will. I, I you just. Should. You should judge your face. <laughs> <laughs> your dumb face. Your dumb hairy ass face. You're too hairy. But, 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 but like yeah i would it's just it's too crazy like you know yourself like you're sitting on holy grails man you got like a what a sega saturn uh yeah but that's just dumb stuff i mean a lot i think it happened to both of us a lot gets lost in moves and it, it was a weird thing that i mean we didn't take as good a care as we did of our stuff as the algorithm but also too like who would have thought collectibles or just not necessarily collectibles like these things would become collectibles exactly you know who would have thought like i mean i i hang on a, a few things some things get lost in moves discs get scratched unfortunately you know a lot of people yeah. just got rid of their their dvds and the blu-rays because they all went over streaming anyways too but now everything physical is is way better because you know, all your favorite shows is are off HBO because they don't want to pay the actors, or you know, uh, royalties. Well, it's getting scary. So, like, I'm glad I still have some of my favorite things on DVD. Sure. I didn't realize. I honestly thought when we when we moved, we because we were purging because we we're moving into a way smaller place. That was the move a few years ago, but um, like we purged a lot. And we like we just took it up to like the pawn shop, and they're like fifty cents a DVD, and I'm like, yeah. cool. There's like a hundred. <laughs> so yeah. like, I, I would find so many boxes of DVDs like on the sidewalk, and I'd be like, damn it, all right, let's you get you got me at Blade Two, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 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 a physical media guy. I get I get it. I used to I be know. I used to be a digital guy, but I'm just like, oh, it's kind of nice to just have the thing. Like I like looking in. <laughs> I like looking at my Transformer shelf and going, "Oh, look! There's my copy of Transformers: The Movie, 25th Anniversary Edition. That's kind of dope." Yeah, yeah. Like you know, and it's and it's like you know, uh, 1080p. But like, I'd like to get the Blu-ray. I think I'm trying to find. I'm going to try to get my hands on a Blu-ray version. A uh, little birdie is like, keep an eye out. You might want to go back a couple of years and get an older Blu-ray player on uh, on the old eBay or on Craigslist, what have you. Because, oh, is that because the uh, the Series X doesn't play well? Is that what you heard? Yeah, and just people are just like they're, they're gonna stop making you know Blu-rays. They're just gonna come down to like the generic like a Walmart you know no name Blu-ray if you want like a you know a 4K what have you. Well, maybe you I might or just make, or I might honestly just try to get a, a good, a good save some money and uh, get a used region free one because then that way if anything comes up down the road. I think that was one of the best things I did 
uh, years ago, went down to Chinatown and got a region-free DVD player. And just anytime something came out, I was like, okay, well, I can just, it's cheaper to get the UK version, you know. How much, did, how, much would you, how much would you have paid for something like that in Chinatown? Oh, I think it was like 30 bucks. For, no, it was like 45 bucks for, 45 bucks. and it was just a DVD player. But it, like, yeah, it could play anything under the sun. It could play, you know, uh, video CDs. It could play anything. I think, you know, and eventually. Oh, yeah, I, I used to have one of those. I used to have one of those little shitty DVD players. I think they're maybe yeah. like Inex or something. Yeah. They play every format possible. It you put a, you know, you put a, a pita in there and it plays something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I've got a It's, I need, I would like to do a purge, but yeah, some movies like, okay, I'd watch this at least once a year. And I'm sure the same for series. It's just, yeah, it's just. What's it the last series you went back and watched? Oh, nothing. I, there's too much, just like you and uh, Tricky Nikki. Like, if they don't make anything, it's fine because there's so much stuff. Yeah, news fact, news flash, folks. We uh, we were alive before the internet happened, which is disturbing. <laughs> so there's so much stuff that we just never saw. Like, we you know we were there's Power Rangers was a thing when we were kids. Sure, we didn't know that there's 20, 30 years of Power Rangers before we were kids. That yeah. has that that's online and and Blu-rays and that you can get now. I mean, we read comics. There's 50 years of comic books before you know we cracked one open, and there's just so many shows and movies. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't mind. I got nothing against cracking open something old. And half the time, whether it's a movie or a book or a comic, so yeah. So like, if if you like in the past week, what 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 have you watched? What, what uh, nothing good. I watched a documentary on shark exploitation movies because nice. the weird part of my brain is like, which I gotta make sure I watched all these. I, I don't want to be the guy who didn't see Cruel Jaws, and then I gotta go track down that movie that I hadn't seen. Um, that's probably why we're a little screwed up is at the cusp of the internet, and then it's trying to find all these things and acquire all these things, or at least a viewing of like, oh, I got the Japanese laser disc of. Of Evil Dead Two, where there's you know the puke is is purple, We're just just trying to find weird stuff. So a lot of it's super stupid, <laughs> but so yeah. So I watched a movie on the history of shark exploitation, which was uh, entertaining. But uh, it I'm like I gotta watch some more shark movies again. It's summertime. You always gotta watch a, a shark movie. Summer's over, bro. Ah, Summer's over. It's you know the what? full We're children. Yeah. Well. 30 horror movies dropped this week as well. Oh, what did have, I haven't watched any new trailers. What have you seen? Uh, no, I've been good. I haven't watched anything at all either. Um, as far as for the watch list this week, uh, definitely in a, you know, a vibe of seventies Japanese gangster movies. That's a weird one. Uh, let's take a look here. I did catch up with transformers for you. I did watch, not for you, but I did watch the new transformers. That's probably the, the newest Rise thing of the that Beast. I watched. Rise of the Beast, the little Beast Boys. Yeah. That was uh, I enjoyed that. I uh, I absolutely. What was what was your review? I, we're all over the place, but why not? Um. Well, I think we I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but I I, I enjoyed so where they went with the story. I, mm-hmm. It wasn't super outlandish. It wasn't all just explosion Decepticons versus a lot more Autobots. cohesive than the Michael Bay movies. It, yeah, it made a little more sense. Um, it went in a direction, and at the end of the movie, the way the direction went, I figured it out, and I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, this is G.I. Joe X Transformers. This is how they start this universe. 
So I'm excited, man. I, I'm I'm stoked to see it. Here we go. One good thing that they did, and one wrong bad thing that they did uh, in, the in the execution. In the execution, um, they made they made Optus Primal a little too big in my taste. Like he <laughs> he shouldn't he shouldn't he shouldn't have been dwarfing Optimus Prime because I mean. Well, it just, it doesn't make, like, I understand that, like, they, they're in a, they were in a prehistoric world. So You're they like, were a truck large. is bigger than a gorilla. It, Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. We're That's going exactly right to what Reddit. it was. Yeah. I was yeah. pissed off. But other than that, I mean, like, and that's just me being fucking very fucking picky. One cool dude. OCD. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this doesn't really make sense. Like, I mean, a transfer truck is bigger than a ape, but whatever. I, I understand what they were trying to do. They're trying to make it like. He was in a prehistoric world and ended up on Earth. He didn't turn into an Earth gorilla. He was on that prehistoric world previously. And he just yeah. didn't he didn't scan the new apes to fit in. He wanted <laughs> to stay big, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe you scanned it like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay with <laughs> yeah, this stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to downgrade. Yeah, yeah it's maybe. I don't know how it works. <laughs> but, but I was just like, it, it bothered me. Other than that. And the best thing they did was, like I said, the, the ending. Like where they... They introduced the the universe. I'm, I'm kind of like I said. I'm stoked to see what they do. Uh, absolutely. So, gorilla too big, and but <laughs> but you're happy. You know, there's going to be sequels. Obviously, they're never going to stop. Yeah. So, but you're you're optimistic for the future, which so few of us are. I just try to enjoy for what it is. I try. Yeah. I start, like I I could be I could be the guy who goes. It's not it's like not. the comic book. I'm pissed off. Don't get me wrong. I'll probably like say it under my breath. I'm going to be upset about it. But at the <laughs> end of the day, I'll probably remember, hey, this isn't real. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a movie. Like, it's, just something, it's something that somebody wrote and it's a good story and it catches your, your attention and you just want to enjoy it. Like I don't, I don't go into anything anymore looking for agendas. I don't go into anything looking, you know, oh, are they trying to push some some sort of, you know, agenda on me like i don't look for any of that anymore and it makes my life a whole lot simpler um because i just don't i, I watch it because it's giant robots transforming into giant things and it's based on a comic book i read when i was you know in my teens and early 20 and early 20s like yeah yeah i think uh it was good it was smart i enjoyed that they didn't have too many Trans Autobots or Decepticons. I feel like from the earlier movies, it was hard to distinguish who was who and what was going on because everyone kind of looked the same. I think there's only like three or four Decepticons in this movie, which I thought was really good because they, they stood out. They had a lot of like nameless grunts that got 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 murked, and that's fine. I understand we did that, but I, yeah, I feel they didn't. They want to sell toys. Let's be honest. They, they just sell. They're like, here, here's all these new guys. Here's Poochie. We want to sell toys, but they didn't hit you over the head with 37 Decepticons versus 69 Autobots. You know. Well, yeah, it it was the they they have the core, which is you know the nostalgic core: Ironhide, Ratchet, Wheeljack, Bumblebee, Optimus, and they had Jetfire. Was it Jetfire or Skylinks? I can't remember. I think it was, it was the older folk. It was the oldest British chap who turned into the uh, the bomber. Yeah, I can't remember what his name was. And so they they uh, you know the, oh and what was it uh, was it Sunstreaker or Sideswipe? That is a good question. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was Sunstreaker. Okay. No, sorry. It, I'm gonna it find was... out. This is the, the people are mad now. We got them mad again. Yeah, we got I know. Them mad. I know. If you're like we had them, we lost them. 
I, I listen. I'm elevated, so my memory's shot right at this moment. I can't, <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the marsh, folks. We we're we're eyeball deep in the memory marsh. But yeah, you don't know what's going on. Um, the only thing. Oh, I know another thing I hate about the movie. While we're trying to figure out what we're trying yeah. to figure out. Yeah. Um, Pete Davidson, man, Davidson's voice for jazz. Mirage. I hated it. Mirage. That's it. Oh my God! Yes, he's Mirage. I wish jazz. Dead. Jazz is dead. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he was also one of the was... in the Star Wars universe. Oh, dear lord! Hey, man, it's callback. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we have Peter, Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime, still holding it down. Controversial news: uh, whatever guy has been doing Mario for thirty years allegedly got the axe, but he's go, he's parting ways with Nintendo. Yeah. So our childhood, we, I, they're going to need a new Mario. So well, we you have know Ron who that Coleman, is now, right? You know who that is now, right? I hope it's not that guy. It's Pratt, man. It's going to be Pratt. You watch. Nope. I, I'll gonna, bet you they're going to give him, Canadian they're gonna, dollars. They're going to give him a big fat sack of money, and he's going to be yeah. like, it's me, a Mario. <laughs> Pizza pie. <laughs> Spicy meatball. Uh, that's what's going to happen. I'm bad with money. I'll bet you five Canadian dollars. Uh, we got Ron Perlman holding it down off his primal. Too big. Too thick. Uh, Peter Dinklage as Scourge. I think he did an excellent job. Michelle Yeoh as uh, Air Razor. Air Razor. Uh, that's a fun word to say. Pete Davidson as Mirage, not Jazz. Jazz, jazz uh, Jizz, rest in power. Uh, we've got RC, which I'm glad she's getting a lot of attention. Lisa Kosi. I'm sorry, I mispronounced your name. Uh, John Migago, I don't know, as Stratosphere. You're absolutely right. And poor, one poor guy, uh, David Slobolov, is like three characters. Rhinox, Battletrap, and Apeling. So one guy got, yeah. One guy's <laughs> Who like, the fuck oh. is Apeling? He was Who's the old that? guy, I think. He was the old leader. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. I don't yeah. even remember yeah, they, that they in the They spent a, <laughs> kind of a lot of time in the, in the naming. Uh, Michael J. Rodriguez as Nightbird. He's a ninja. He's a robot ninja from space. Which seems like appropriation, not just from Japanese culture, but humans, because they're robots. Well, isn't Nightbird a throwback to the uh, the comic book Nightbird? It was that Transformer that wasn't a Transformer that they built in like the UK comic. Was that it? I have, I've, my, uh, there's folks, there's a lot of UK Transformers comics. There's, yeah. de- there's years and years. So I, I, your, your attempt is valiant if not misguided, to try and go through all the Transformers comics. Just like I tried to go through all the Robotech episodes and it gave me brain damage. Um, I mean to start that up again, but it, it hurt my Abdullah Amogada. Uh, Coleman yeah. Domingo is Unicron, Cristo Fernandez is Wheeljack, and someone was Cheetor, but I don't think they it was so. That. Yeah, so I was right. So Nightbird was is a giant female ninja robot built to benefit mankind. Hell yeah! She was in. She was in. Uh, she was built by. Uh, what's the name of the friggin' like a corporation? Uh, the doctor, Doctor Fujiyama, the famous scientist. Oh, okay, well, yeah, he's Japanese. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah. So it was night. Yeah. It was a. Uh, they built their own transformer, and then uh, Megatron put a mind of a Decepticon in it, and it would and well, went batshit crazy and tried, to, and tried to kill everyone. Oh yeah, it was a great story, man. Jeez. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, I'm, I'm saying I like that they didn't hit us over the head with too many, but they were thirsty. They mined so much nostalgia. Um, I haven't heard 
I feel like a black sheep, not only a black sheep, and LL Cool J in one soundtrack. You know, like you're absolutely mining <laughs> the lizard brains of '90s kids who oh, grew yeah. up on hip hop, and it's just like, yeah. So it worked. It worked. But I like you are absolutely just reaching in to the the void where my heart would be, and like just rooting around trying to find some little mer- like memory of a mixtape of like Black Sheep and LL Cool J and probably Biohazard. It just, you can get with this or you yeah. can get with that. No, yeah, yeah. With this. Number nine on the New York yeah. Times line. Damn it. Uh, Damn it. Earworms, man. Still manipulated. Manipulated. You have been exploited, sir. They've exploited you. Wow, it's not it's hard. I really it's, not, it's, not, it's definitely not. It's Basically, every time... I, Every time I open my phone now, it's a it's a message from Big Bad Toy Store going, "Hey, we got this in stock." I'm like, "Shut up!" Hey, here's a new thing of your childhood. It's newer. So um, yeah, yeah. So let, let's talk about temptation because I am I am fucking balls deep in temptation right now because um, the problem is you've reawakened. Not that you've never had an imagination, but yeah, once that imagination starts rumbling and you just see like, "Well, I could put this here. What if I did this?" Yeah, so, and and the thing is, is Toys R Us right now, they're in a slump. They got nothing new coming in. I was speaking to one of their employees. Like, I think it was. <laughs> Did you get all Karen on them? No, no, I was just asking. I was standing there and I was just kind of looking at what, like, because the, they were moving shelves around. So I was just kind of looking around, like, oh, where did they move these toys? They moved them around the, you know, they went and moved sure. them down a few shelves, that sort of we, thing. We both worked retail in the nightmare world of having to, like, you know, move change. Shit. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. But so anyway, so she was like, oh, you look for something? I said, yeah, what, what, where did you put the, those figures? Oh, they're around the corner. And I went around and I was just like, so I said, I'm not. I said, uh, have you guys gotten any new waves in? And she just started laughing. Like she just laughed. She goes, you're probably the, no. the 30 second oh, grown probably, man to ask her. Probably. And she goes, no, we, we're not going to be getting anything until November because we're waiting for it's a distribution issue they're having with yeah. whoever. Homeboy, I told you about like, the pan, the Panama Canal. Yeah. Anyway, Ooh. so it's just it's it's to the point where like you know eventually what's going to happen is is we're going to go to the store one day and they're going to have all the waves on the <laughs> shelf and we're just going to be like how do I do this? What how do, do I? Do? Yeah, like three hundred dollars in one sitting. Yeah, and then they're going to be gone and there's going to be nothing. Yeah. So what's going on is they're putting stuff that I'm that I was always piqued my interest, but it was too. Just a, I was like, I'm not paying that kind of money for it. Sure. Like, like uh, you know, they got you know this the spawn spawn figures. I'm I'm somewhat into because I have a couple of the Mandarin spawns and I have a a spawn Mortal Kombat figure, and then I who knows? I think I have another spawn somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember like it was a weird cusp of like when the spawn figures dropped and you know we we still grabbed the odd comic book but probably more into video games but i still remember yeah. like even when i wasn't you know buying the the odd piece of plastic like still going to a toy store or the toy section and looking mm-hmm. around and like that's oh that's cool i mean i wouldn't buy it but I'm like oh that's cool that they're doing it i remember seeing spawn toys at canadian tire in charlottetown mm-hmm. as, as a kid or like a, you know a pizza-faced kid you're like oh that's cool I, I would, you know, maybe I should yeah. have bought some, but yeah, I know, I know, right? But, but anyway, so you can get all um, the exact same ones from your childhood. Well, yeah, and so I have the Raven Spawn, I have the Mortal Kombat Spawn, and then I was like, oh, maybe I should get a villain to throw on the shelf because I have the Redeemer Spawn, 
and then the two Mandarin spawns. I'm like, well, I don't have any big bad figures from from the spawn line. Like, I don't have a like a Violator or a, so nineties uh, edginess. I know, right? So anyway, I was just like, oh, I so I'm looking on the around the shelves, and you know, they still have that deal going on, and for buy one piece of clearance, get another piece for forty percent off, and I'm just like, oh, this is crazy. So I look down, and what do they have there? They have they have clown. With and a demonic, who's a demon who happens to look like a clown. <laughs> exactly. and But it's the mega fig where he has this giant giant backpack just filled to the brim with guns. And it looks so badass. <laughs> and it's like seven, it was like 70 bucks. And I'm like, oh, but it's down to like 29, like 30 bucks. And I'm like, oh, I got to walk away from it. So I was like yeah. looking at it. I'm like, how many do they have? Let me think about it. They have three. And I'm like, That's okay, uh I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a day. So I walked away from it. And then as I walk, as I turn the corner, of course, they have the Motu stuff. And the Land Shark is on sale for $19. But then yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. but then I'm like, where do I fucking put a Land Shark in this place at this point in time? For people but then who, I'm like, uh, yeah, who are more well adjusted, Land Shark is a tank with the mouth of, with the face of a shark when everything yeah. is kind of alive and kind of a tank. Yeah. So. And then, so there's the Land Sharks, but then they have Panthor. It's a flocked Panthor, though. Yeah. Don't... Rich, luxurious fur. Oh, I hate flocked figures. Man. <laughs> I hate them. It does. It's just not. It's not natural. It's, it's not the way thing. a figure is supposed to feel. No. <laughs> like it's just. It's wrong. So I have that there, and that's twenty bucks. And I'm just like, there's just too much. And then I'm like, well, oh look, well if I'm gonna spend some money, I'm like thinking in my brain, well, if I was gonna go that route, well, why don't I do this? So I'm like, I don't need, I don't need the land shark because I don't have the room for it. But then I'm like, oh, I could buy the spawn figure, and then I could buy the crossover Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Ranger figure Shredder mixed with Lord Draken and Green Power Ranger where he looks like this badass Shredder and I could have I could have badass Shredder fight Batman on a shelf it's 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 just infuriating how my brain works now like it never used to do this but now yeah. like I look at toys and I'm just like oh that it would be this oh, pairs well <laughs> you're like yeah. what like a wine and cheese like do we know, know. Like wine and it cheese doesn't make sense you're like oh well you see it's the the grifter he was in the uh, the wild storm so I should get uh, and you just, you just want to smash your head into a wall oh, well I mean like that grifter pose I have right now where he's got the the, the sword over his shoulder holding the gun and he's standing next to like uh, Red Hood I'm like man that's a badass duo. <laughs> I should like get the, somebody to, com to compliment them. <laughs> exactly. I need to come on, somebody. Yeah. So then I'm like, so like, I need so who do I who do I put in there to like have them fight? So I'm like, oh, I can put in Hush. I bought a Hush figure. God damn it. Now, yeah. Uh, but the main, the most important thing is you uh, you break up your work day. I find it helps a lot as well. You go for a little walk. So yeah, you've yeah. got a pretty good route. Yeah, get those steps in, baby. Um, I was, I thought I would be really bad when the silver snail relocated and it went on my, my stretch, but yeah. they've, they've had to pare down because rents are so obscene here. So they have like a third of what they used to have. So I don't feel too bad because it's always the same stuff and the markup's too high. So sometimes I'll just go grab a, like a, a clearance comic just for the lulls. But, uh, what, so your walk, you've got a. You've got a Toys R Us, you've got a, a GameStop, you've got a Walmart. 
Yeah, I got like so I hit all three when I uh, so like on my break at at uh, in the, the morning work. I go I I hit Walmart because it's the closest. So I get that out of the way. Hit that real quick. They have some clearance too that I'm looking at, but I was like, nope, <laughs> I have to be good um, because they had a couple uh, $19 McFarland figures. I was like, ah, maybe. So I hit a couple. They're still there, you know, <laughs> adult next time man. I'm in. I, yeah, I'm an adult man, and I hid toys in – where did I – oh, I put them in a cleaning aisle in behind, like, the Drano. I'm like, yeah, nice. no one goes here. Yeah. So I, I took – hit, hit some – I hit I hit some clearance, so I'm just like, eh, I'll do that. So I'll, if I see if they're still there in two weeks, I'll, it's Ken the universe allowed you to have it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I mean, all it really is is it's it's a Aquaman, the DC Direct Aquaman. It's on for like 14 bucks. So I was like, oh, I can I can grab one of those. So I hit one, and then <laughs> and then like I said, I, I'd walk up to Toys R Us, and we just talked about what I found up there, and got yeah. I haven't. I haven't got like tomorrow's Friday, so I may try to hit the five dollar Friday at GameStop. See if see if I can get there at lunchtime and see what they have. But what made you buy Hush? This, this is a two pack of Batman. Oh yeah, so this mini series. Yeah, this was from one of the walks there last week, um, and by last week I mean Tuesday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to the marsh, everybody. Our memories yeah. are murky. Yeah. Buckhead's going to jump in here for you guys to talk AEW, but I want your little retail therapy because I'm going to try not to buy anything at all in September. So we'll see. Tell me about tell me about Hush. So essentially, Hush is a comic book I read. It's basically a, a new character, and when you're reading it, you think that uh, it's a, it's a certain character that that's reappearing. And it turns out it's not. I don't want to ruin it for everyone because it's a really okay. good story. But you do recommend but, it. Okay. But I definitely recommend it. But a it's new a really mystery cool... adversary to Batman. And he's <clears> essentially, harsh, essentially it, 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 it turns out to be one of Bruce's best friends from his past. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll say that. I won't, I won't give a name, but it's a best friend from his past. Um, and then basically makes it look like it was one of uh, Batman's uh, disciples that, you know, turned against <laughs> him. That's what it, that's what it looks like. Hush is trying to ward, not necessarily disciples, but okay. Sure, sure, ward. Let's let's go with that. Um, but yeah, Family, so anyway, yeah. it's it's a really good story. The figure is a really cool concept because it's just a guy with a bunch of bandages on his face wearing a trench coat, and he's holding it like he holds a shovel, and he's got a, a gravestone next to him, and it's pretty. It's a really cool little diorama. Who would have thought we'd love accessories so much? Fuck, I know, and. <laughs> Hats and, and, I, hats. and it came with a Batman figure, and sure. like I don't have I don't have a straight up regular Batman. Like I oh, mean, yeah, I do, but like, I don't. You, yeah, <laughs> I do. You've got but like I a don't. Batman made out of lava. You've got like a Batman covered in razor blades. You've got, <laughs> yeah. you've got like a yeah. You've got the absurd '90s Batman. Yeah. So I have. I have so now I have a straight Batman on my shelf. Just legit, just regular it's, old Batman. <laughs> it's weird to say a straight Batman. Hey. Um, but so I have him, but it was the it was the two pack, and those were regularly went for like you know sixty bucks plus tax. It's so hard and to turn down a deal. Yeah, and I got it for twenty nine, and I'm like, okay. And then when I rang it up, it actually was twenty five, and I'm like, oh, well, that's even better. So I'll take <laughs> Bye. it. Bye. And yeah. they had it marked as 
Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, somebody fucked up. So yep. I'll take I'll take that right now. And Always check that self scanner, folks. You never know what treasures you'll find. Well, that's what I did. I'm just like, because it's like there's three of them there, and I'm like, oh, I'll grab one and scan it. I'm like, well, I can't put that down now. <laughs> Mental gymnastics, yep. Yeah. It feels good when you come home with something. Oh man! Dude, like I, well, you want to like get rushed up to your office? I <laughs> or show your wife? No, my I, I don't hide anything. From no, her. no. She knows. She knows what I get, and she's just like, and I tell her, I'm just like, I don't, I don't do this where I want to spend like a three, four hundred dollars on a figure. I'm like, no. I do this on a budget. Like, yeah, I can, if I can get, adult. If, if I can do three figures for the price of one, I'm gonna do it. I'm not walking yeah. away from it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was like, I can't do it. I'm charging Prince, ahead principles alone i couldn't do it i'm just like even if i don't even need the three figures i'm like i gotta do it hey come on like, economy yeah i'm like well i mean and then you you know you have the off chance of because it, it may be one of those obscure figures you know 10 years later you don't know i think it's particularly tough too in the, the maritimes because the, there's such a i mean i think there's a rabid collector's market but there's so few options of where you can go to get stuff so either you pay you buy stuff online you know, sometimes you get a deal, sometimes you don't. But to see something in, in person, it's they go quick. So here's a funny story. Well, back to Toys R Us for a moment. Um, I was at Toys R Us today, just poking around, mm -hmm. and like I said, I was talking to the and they she said nothing really new till November. So then I went to the McFarland figures, and I'm looking, and they have the Suicide Squad figures. You know, Bloodsport. Sure. Uh, I can't believe uh, you still have up. them. They're for like that movie's yeah. like several years old. But they're they're like uh you know thirteen bucks, and they're the build a figure for King Shark. And I'm like, oh really? I'd like to have a big shark character. Sure. Like he could fight. He could fight my gorilla Grodd. And I'm like, exactly. oh, oh goddamn. Classic gorilla versus shark. I feel like <laughs> exactly. It's Logan, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just just like real life. Yeah. Um but uh, anyway, so I'm like looking at it and I'm like, okay. So I was like trying to do the math and I'm like, okay, it's four figures. Each figure's 13 bucks. So it's not too bad. It's like, you know, 72 bucks, maybe, you know, I'll say 80 bucks after tax, whatever, right? Just round it up. And I'm sure. like, so that's, that's 20 bucks a figure and they're regular 40 because they come with the build a figure piece. So technically I'm getting five figures. The I'm gymnastics, like, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The gymnastics, the mental gymnastics, folks. Anyway, I abstained. I'm just like, no, Good. I don't. I don't need a big shark on my fig on the shelf no. yet. But that'll You're, probably I, change I, in like three weeks, four weeks. I but hopefully you'll find by that then, secondhand uh, somewhere, someone will have that. They enjoyed it, but they're like, you know what? Shark eats yeah, over. I haven't. I haven't hit up the Value Village yet. I might have to do that one of these days. Go down and hit the hit up the Value Village. Poke Maybe one in. of these days when when the wife's in in town and she's working, I'm gonna I'll go in with her and I'll be like, all right, well, let me know when you're going home and I'll just hang out in town. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's it. I'll just I'll, check. I'll bum around and we'll hit the pawn shop, hit the Valley Village. Maybe hit the yeah. comic book shop. Because uh, I know the new Skybound Transformers comic book is coming out. I think this week in comic. That'd be nice to get number one. I want to get a number one just because it's Transformers. So I'd like to get a number one. And then if the series is good, I'll, I'll, I may, yeah. I may get them to pull a drawer for me and just collect that when those up and then just go in and buy like 10 or 15 at a time. And, you know, I might try to, I might try to collect a series of comics, hard copy. That's what I was thinking. You know, what's three bucks, you know, three, $4 a, a comic book. So I might get into that. I may dabble <laughs> with that again. That's, 
But again, that's a slippery slope because I'll be collecting the comic books and then it may want me to buy figures. Yeah. So I'm still, I may just buy the number one and then not do any more, but I don't know. Because like, I'm going to you know, say, yeah, I'm going to say number one for prosperity. Not that it's necessarily going to be worth any money, but it's, just, it's fun to have like, oh, it's the first one. Okay, that's cool. And then, well, what I'd know, probably do is I'd buy two digital. number ones. I'd probably oh, buy two God. number ones. I one, feel like one up. we're teenagers all over again. No, well, I put one up on the wall, and then I'd like oh, to have okay. one where I, I read it, right? So you know, sure. Okay. And then if like I and if you know, and if I the one on the wall stays on the wall, then I'll just donate the the one I read, right? Yeah. So, yeah. The whole idea of just keeping things super pristine because it generates so much value after it's it's exhausting. Well, that's why I open my toys because if I did, yes, if, if I if I didn't open my toys. I don't think I'd be enjoy it as much. I'd look at it and be like, I really don't care. Like, I like the fact I can come up here, move shit around, pose things, make some ob just obnoxious looking shelves where it's like, look at all my robot stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, I got, I got like Megatron and Optimus with, you know, uh, they're all uh, dabbing. Yeah. Well, they're no, they're all fighting Mongool or, or oh, understandably. You know, yeah. He's a real piece of trash. Yeah. Or, you know, I have, I'll take <laughs> beast man. I'll take the Beast Man uh, revelations and I'll have him like beating up uh, Batman on the ground and he's like flailing. And, you know, it's, it's just kind of fun to mess around. It is fun to mess around. Yeah. So that's, that's basically Umers what I do. Train sets or they do the old uh, sailboat in a bottle. So, you know what? You could do a lot worse. Yeah. 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 Good. <laughs> so I, has the... I, I absolutely went to Toys R Us. Because you got that deal, and I didn't get anything, but I checked oh, it. So, dude, it's it's so hard. It's so hard. You're stronger than I. I was like, I can't do this. No, because then I was like, ah, oh, maybe I won't get anything in September. And I was like, well, I better get something today if I can't get anything tomorrow. But I was able to resist. So we'll see. We'll see. I have a feeling I'll crack. Terrible. You think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Snarl, if you're a Transformers fan, Snarl drops this week, everybody. If you're a Transformers fan, go to your Snarl is on. Yeah, Snarl was on the shelf. Yeah. Snarl was on the shelf. He's a robot like, dinosaur. They're so expensive. That the, that line is so expensive. It's $80 a figure. Kids. Not for kids. <laughs> Grown men who uh, you know, have a mortgage. I want, a, <laughs> I, I want the kid price. That's yes. what I want. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, now you know that if you do the uh, the price for what it used to be, it's like oh, it's pretty much the same price still. Just parents were just eating it. Parents yeah. are just like, oh, they're stupid kids. But at least now it's adults buying it for themselves. So kids, kids don't play with toys anymore. It's just grown ass men. So and women, but yeah, grown ass adults reliving their childhoods and hopefully feeding their imagination. So. Did you right get up on. to any other? Uh, you also another thing from your childhood that uh, ebbs and flows. You know, you get into it every now and then. You tap out after a little while. Is yep. professional wrestling, and yes. uh, we have the uh, AEW rant. You a lifelong wrestling fan? Uh, none other than Buckshot. Buckshot Laureate, the Humane Suplex Machine, she has uh, just kind of come into wrestling the last couple of years and uh, has seen almost every AEW pay-per-view. Me I too. I have seen all of them. And no, it's she's here. awesome. 
I, she's with I've us. seen all of them. So I have seen uh, them all. No, no, no. You're right. No, almost all of them. Because I started watching in 2020. Nice. So I saw a few of the earlier ones, but I don't think I saw um, Evolution and uh, Double or Nothing 2020. But I think I saw the ones in 2019. Welcome to the uh, the memory marsh where we misremember things. Yep. Yep. Of course. So, so here's the thing. We're we're gonna talk some wrestling, and I'm uh, here. I, I'm. Uh, he's getting worked up, folks. He's gonna. He's I don't want to say I'm pissed <laughs> off, but man, am I like? Take your shirt off. CM, yeah, I'm. I'm a CM Punk fan. Like, growing right. up, I I I loved CM Punk. I liked what he stood for. Um. I enjoyed his story. You know, I enjoyed the fact that he was kind of like the guy who wasn't picked and he, he was on, he made himself undeniable kind of like the Cody Rhodes story, but cooler. Um, Both. Uh, yeah. One guy is super blonde. Another guy shaved head. So, so I'm looking at the fact that like, I'm tired of hearing about CM Punk in the news. I'm getting tired of all this bullshit. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, Tony Khan, like all this bullshit with you know him banning people from the show because he just you know it's not fair to East Steel like CM Punk let's like if if like I don't know you I don't I, like I don't know you as a person I just know you as your personality on television what I see in the dirt sheets um, based on what I see you're, you're like you you talk about being professional and you know that's not what we do here you are everything that. You were against in WWE. You now yeah. personify that, and I don't know if you realize it because you're just you're so dialed into your emotions or whatever's going on. But like that's what he's going through. Like that's what he is right now. He's just bullying people around. He's threatening people with their their livelihood, their job. Like you're Vince McMahon right now, dude. Like take a step back, rationalize what's going on. Maybe it's more, and maybe be like. Well, may, maybe be more like uh, I don't even say Triple H because Triple H had the issues. As oh, well. he'll bury anyone, <laughs> right? And I mean, Punk Punk let people go over. Well, I guess I mean not really, but he, you know, no, he, he, he didn't. Who did he let go over? No, no, I, I I'm correcting myself. Don't yell at me. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. They violently agree I'm on everything, yelling, but <laughs> it's true. no. I'm sorry. I didn't. If it came across aggressive, that wasn't the point. That wasn't the goal. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm just I'm just teasing. But all I'm saying is is like, like he would he would try to make at least whoever he's going over on he'd make them look strong or whatever. Like you know he like the matches came off pretty well. Like the MJF mm -hmm. dog collar match, amazing. Yeah, that was his best um, match. Right. So the, like him, like I I would say that match, the Eddie Kingston match, also they both um, that was a really good one. And then his first, very first match against Darby was also good. But that one worked because it seemed like he was, you know, fighting off ring rust. So, and it looked like he barely beat Darby. Like, it, it was a good story in the ring. Um, and then recently his match with Ricky Starks was also um, pretty good. But everyone else, I personally thought that he he seemed to be winded really quickly and... It almost seemed like, especially with Hangman and Moxley, it seemed like they were um, having to, I don't know, it just, it, it was very apparent that it was a, 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 a predetermined match because they had to kind of lie down for him because they were clearly 
you know, better wrestlers than him, unfortunately. Anyway, as you were, you love seeing you. You once upon a time, CM Punk was your hero, and now. Well, it's just he's he he he's now what I don't enjoy about wrestling because I'm yeah. just like this is like like I know I'm a I'm an old man and I'm jaded when it comes to wrestling and mm-hmm. I understand like I don't under I I don't know if he's just trying to create these these situations to try to get a work in out of someone like I don't know if he's trying to create a storyline that he what he wants to create. And he's not articulating that to Tony or if Tony's just like the mark he is or is being portrayed mm-hmm. as because like, dude, like he's going to call He's going to start costing you money. I mean, I'm, I yeah. think he already is considering that all out is now fucked for what, cause it's in Chicago, right. which is guaranteed like Chicago with CM Punk is a guaranteed draw. Right now, and it was like, like people- the only place where he was going to get cheered too. Exactly. The have been pretty mixed. Uh, so far, so so he like was supposed I, to, allegedly, I don't know if you heard this. He was supposed to headline. Uh, him and Ricky Starks were supposed to be uh, the headlining match, and um, I mean personally, I feel bad for Ricky Starks because I really liked Ricky Stark. I really like Ricky Starks, and you know he was finally getting a good push. They finally let him just be, you know, the charismatic heel that he was when he first got signed to AEW and, you know, the crowds are finally responding to him. And now his big, his big main event at the pay-per-view completely in question because CM Punk can't, can't let something go. And he has to, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting, but like for me, like Jack Perry shouldn't like Jack Perry of all people should know CM Punk is the softest man in wrestling. For him to say that on screen, like for those who didn't, who don't know what exactly happened, Jack Perry, um, it came out in the dirt sheets that CM Punk told him, you can't use real glass for, um, for whatever, uh, whatever promo or whatever little thing you're filming uh, at Collision. We're not going to let you use real glass. And that happened. It was a nothing story. Nobody talked about it. And it came out in the press, in the dirt sheets. And it was, it came, it was, for people, it felt like it came across as that it was Punk's people talking because uh, Punk had to put his foot down. And it was implying that Jack Perry was trying to get himself hurt so that he would get out of work for a week. Jack Perry apparently did not care for uh, his the characterization in the dirt sheets and that's why he said what he did at the pay-per-view which is it's real glass Crimea river after hook and him gave each other suplexes on the windshield of a of a limo that drove into uh wembley stadium and uh apparently jack perry went into the back cm punk was there waiting for him or whatever basically they crossed paths and cm punk um had something to say and uh the way the first story came out it said and then jack perry got choked as if cm punk wasn't the one who choked him like it was such passive language anyway so there was a physical altercation now jack perry cm punk is the softest man in wrestling why would you instigate that so jack perry shouldn't have said that he's a fucking idiot for saying that but at the same time cm punk has agency and cm punk could have not done anything but he's too much of a narcissistic hothead that whenever anybody slights him, he has to fly off the handle and do something ridiculous like that. 
Um, and now here we are a year, almost like a year to the day of brawl out. He's had another altercation. He's put a nut, a pay-per-view where they had the biggest attendance in wrestling history. Uh, people are talking about CM Punk getting into a fight with another person, uh, with talent. And, uh, yeah, he's putting in question the pay-per-view on Sunday. Um, so yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I think, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Like, I mean, like, I, I completely agree. He's just completely off the rails. He's, I don't know if he's experiencing some sort of, uh, like, I don't know, like existential crisis. Maybe there's something Could it be going CTE? on. Uh, I don't know. He never really, like, I know he's had a lot of concussions. He had his skull fracture. So it could be that maybe he needs to be like, maybe he needs a handler. Maybe somebody mm-hmm. needs to have him on a fucking, like one of those, uh, remember the, the kids on a leash, put a backpack on him on a string <laughs> and just be like, no, you can't yell at him. No, come back over here. Like he, maybe he just needs to have somebody, you know, be like, yo, just let it go. It's not a big deal. Maybe he was pissed off at the dirt sheets. Not you. Like just because right. he said that it wasn't, it was it wasn't like, Hey punk, cry me a river. It was, it's real glass. Cry me a river. Right. It wasn't like calling punk out. Anyway, yeah, I mean, people just... online, I remember reading people online's reactions to that story and them being like, CM Punk did nothing wrong there. That's the responsible thing to do. So for all we know, it was just Jack Perry just being like, yeah, you guys, the wist is online. It's real glass. Cry me a river. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And it's just like, maybe he was trying to get some heat with the dirt sheets. So they'll talk about him. Like that's what wrestlers do. And like punk should know that. So punk should have just been like, Hey, we cool. And if, and if Jack said, well, no, we want to talk. Okay. After the match, we'll have a chat. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like adults use your words. (laughs) Or if you're upset, like you just be like, okay, I have a, like, if I'm CM Punk, my thinking would be like, okay, I'm going, I'm opening up the biggest pay-per-view in wrestling history. I need to focus on this. I'll I'll get to Jack later, you know, and then maybe yeah. there's time to cool down, and maybe it doesn't escalate into somebody getting choked out. You know what yeah, I mean? Like just, it just it, seems like he's he he's uh, that temper. It's a bad temper. No, like and like he. So there was also the story of him basically effect, effectively banning people from collision. And Mm -hmm. their stories were coming out that, oh, yeah, Collision, it's like Kumbaya, it's the chillest, uh, chillest uh, locker room. But it also turns out that, like, yeah, because CM Punk is telling certain people they can't work Collision because he he wants to keep the the good vibes or something. But it's like people are I hate the people that people are, are phrasing it like oh well he just wants to make sure that you know there's no bullshit going on at collision it's like yeah but since CM Punk's left yeah there was the things that happened with Sammy right after brawl out last year with Eddie Kingston and Eddie Kingston came out and said stop shitting on Sammy I was in the wrong I fucked up I I'm a big boy I'm so I'll I'll deal with the consequences Andrade disappeared for a long time, but then we didn't hear any drama about what was going on backstage at Dynamite. And there hasn't been any drama at Dynamite. Now the drama's been Punk telling people like Hangman and Ryan Nemeth don't show up for Collision because um, we want to keep a a good atmosphere here. It's almost like he's a dictator and he's like, no, you guys are, are, you guys have, you know, made me look stupid in the press or whatever, so you're not welcome here. Which to me is like, that's not, you, 
well, hangman's one thing hangman gets to be on dynamite hangman is a hangman that's fine hangman could go to impact if he wanted to he could go to new japan probably go to wwe he's got options with ryan nemet is only wrestling right now because Tony Khan was like, hey, do you want a job? And he's like, sure. Ryan Nemeth works in Hollywood right now. Like, Ryan Nemeth is in a... He's been a jobber since he started. He only came back... He he met Tony Khan because he was invited after Brody Lee died because he was friends with the family. And Tony Khan was like, hey, I could use enhancement talent. Do you want to come in? And he he he's effectively a jobber he's been a jobber since he first started he's like at the bottom of the totem pole in AEW and CM Punk is gonna say no you're not welcome here after the company flew him to the taping like to what you were saying earlier he's exact yeah he's a bully he 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 used his clout he got mad at hangman last year for making that comment about workers rights that wasn't uh cleared with him and then he's going and doing this. It's like you're proving Hangman's point. I just, I can't with this man. I just, I can't believe the level of delusion. Like, to what you were saying, like, was this trying to be a work or something? And it's failing because everybody's yeah. just like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Because to me, it just seems like he has to be completely delusional if he thinks that any of this makes him look like justified and looking good. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's to the point now where I'm just like uh, I'm done. I just want I want I want something to be 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 done. Like Tony either yeah. has to be like, "Hey, this is it. That this was your last straw. You're it's time to right. it's time to tap out here. Like uh you're going to like you're you're going to start costing me money, man. Yeah. Uh, and if you're the, and if you if and if you're this one bill fill, man, you got to step in line and start being like, "Okay, you want to be a leader, be a leader. Be professional." Yeah. Talk about this behind closed doors. Stop right. making like you used to you used to bitch and complain about people who bought wine on Twitter. And that's all this man has been doing. It's literally all he's done since like that's this is what's funny is this all started because he was like, I hate that in this locker room, people just run to the dirt sheets. And all he's done all year is run to the dirt sheets. And then there's the whole thing on Instagram months ago. Remember, like he lost his shit um, because some story came out about how. Um, he almost didn't come back for that run last summer before All Out. Yeah, because um, and, of him and John and, had a disagreement. Right. And he basically said, like, he called Chris Jericho a stooge. And then basically said, like, yeah, that shitty creative last summer, that was all John Moxley. Like, why? It makes no sense to me. Like, why are you burning all these bridges? Like, nobody's going to want to work with you. Like, and then here we are again. We're talking about fucking CM Punk being a loser little titty baby when we could be talking about, hey, did you see All In? Wasn't that a great show? You know, even the Punk Samoa Joe match, that was a really good match. Like, people could have been talking about how, like, wow, Punk and Samoa Joe, after all these years, they still got it. No, they're actually talking about CM Punk being a loose cannon who can't keep his shit together. He kind of he he's kind of giving me the uh, Brian Pillman vibe. Now Swamp See, Ninja understands about yeah. Brian Pillman. Explain Swamp Swamp Ninja would get this this uh, reference. This is uh, going into the business for yourself, working yourself into a shoot as far as for playing uh, potentially like playing promoters against themselves, 
you know, being a, a stick in the mud to uh, get out of contract and get a better one. Um, I think, yeah, I think we all, I mean, we're not that, we're not, we're not young. We're not that old, but uh, wrestling such a, a carny nightmare world of, uh, of uh, promo, pro- promoters ripping people off and uh, what have you. Uh, sometimes wrestlers just go into business. Bruiser Brody would uh, no-show. He's like, no, uh, you're yeah. booking me to lose. So, uh, you, no, I'm just not going to show up. Or, or in one case, Rex Bluegrass, I'm like, I'm, I, I'm just not going to lose. <laughs> what are you going to do? So, I'm going to yeah, beat you to a pulp and pin you to that Or like, I'm going to go off script. So, I mean, not necessarily, you know, murder the guy, but, you know. Just like I have to but step. But isn't that like, how he got murdered? Essentially, was <laughs> oh like yeah, him yeah, being an asshole backstage, and people are like, "Nah, man." Well, not it necessarily, but like but uh, no, not necessarily, um, because also promoters would absolutely do that to wrestlers. You know, I mean, oh, okay. for the hot dog and handshake, you know, just completely exploitable, and uh, they could, you know, ruin your career or kill your character or kill your you know, your, your momentum to get someone else over that they want and then, you know, not pay you or even wrestlers for thousands of years, especially in the Maritimes getting stiffed on pay. Like, Oh, thanks a lot. But yeah, no, uh, it turns out the gate wasn't very good. Not enough people bought tickets and then just keep, keep the money <laughs> or, uh, or no show. So there's this whole weird thing of like wrestlers being like, yeah, I'm going to do your, uh, your trade show or do autographs. No show. Sid notorious. No show. He's like, yeah, no, you know, what? it's fine. I'm not gonna do that. It's not enough money. It's fine. Just or just same time promoters just they're not gonna pay you. You know, thanks, kid. Thanks for coming <laughs> out. You learned. You got paid an experience. So it's just a, a, a Kearney shit show. So maybe yeah, maybe Punk wanted out. Maybe as soon as a brawl out happened, he's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna go back to the uh, the E. Um, or I'm I gonna don't... push. I'm gonna I'm gonna push the limits. What can I get away with? Like I'm not a, a VP, but you know, EVP, but. You know what? Do you do you think uh, I hate saying this? Do you think that this might be a way for Punk to like? Is this is this is this the way Vince McMahon takes AEW? He put it like it's it's been a work all he's along. Been a plan. He, he's, he's been a plant killed. this whole time. And uh, like, no, I know it's not no, true, but, but like it's, it's just it's like fun. you get that feeling about. sometimes. You're just like, wow, is like is this? This how this was gonna go all along. Like, has this been predetermined? I like to take a step back and remember how dirty the wrestling business is, despite, <sighs> but despite now being a publicly traded company. But just in general, for all the other independents, like, uh, and in Buckshot, you can speak to this: how things have come a long way, different promotions working together, you know, right. trading talent, doing, uh, you know, doing wrestle shows for WrestleMania. It may not be technically allowed to film it, but you can go see, or even the Jericho crew. It's just things like that. But at the heart, there's just a rotten core at the heart of wrestling of just exploitation and, and violence. I don't think it will ever, unless until they're all in a union, it will never be. If it's always like, I got to get mine and uh, it's me against you. But see, with AEW though, though it was different. And like, that was part of what CM <laughs> you were Punk supposed said to be the chosen one. To it. Sorry. Sure. It's like you were supposed to be the chosen one. Well, no. Um, well, I just remember like Eva Lise. You know, she was a problem backstage, and they got rid of her, right? Um, CM Punk, when he first came into AEW, he said the reason why he came in was one of the reasons why Brody Lee um, was very ill and, and sadly passed away. 
and nobody knew about it. Like everybody kept that secret. So it was it was a joke that was being made that like all elite wrestling was like the best friends club and like Tony Khan didn't fire anybody during the pandemic. He hired people if anything. Like it was a very it seemed to be a very positive atmosphere and they were changing it and it was the nerds who don't drink and kill prostitutes that were banding <laughs> together and putting yeah. together a promotion and then things got carny as shit when cm punk showed up so who's the problem yeah yeah or am i am i just so clouded in my <laughs> hatred for cm punk that that's how i'm seeing it you you tell me like turbo you're as much of a aw mark as me like am i wrong no you're not wrong and that's what that's what bothers me it's like yeah he's he's like fucking bananas like he's just off his shit right now like he came in like you said like all kumbaya i love this place because of what it stands for it's a place for professional wrestling. They keep mm-hmm. a professional, you know, they, you know, because of the whole Brody thing, he was impressed with the fact that they kept it a secret. None of the dirt sheets knew. Nobody right. knew. And you know what? In all honesty, I, I hate saying it, but I honestly think that was all Cody. Because Cody I, and I, Brody I, were really close. And I think Brody's right. like, Cody's just like, listen, we're not doing this to this family. We're going to hot like, all you motherfuckers better keep your mouth shut. I and, can see that. And I think, and people were just like, yeah, well, he's the EVP. We got to, you know, like he, he, like, I think, I think AEW lost there as bad, like as, as horrible as Cody Rhodes run in AEW was. Because it was good. It was good at the beginning. It was good at yeah. the beginning. But when he, when the crowd wanted him to turn heel, he should have turned heel. Exactly. But apparently there is a personal issue and he won't talk about it. And that's kind of neat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not yeah. fucking putting it out there on Front Street. He's just like, you know, I, I didn't leave because of money. I, I left because it was first, personal. Yeah. And that's what's funny is that um, two things, because at first everybody was like, well, notice how him and the Young Bucks don't hang out anymore. And they've come out since and said, like, no, we're cool. Like, whatever you're saying, like, it, no, we're cool. It's it's stop saying that it was a fight between the young bucks and cody we're fine they're no big deal like even just a few days ago nick jackson was posting all these like thank yous to everybody for how great all in was and he made a thank you for cody rhodes because if he said like if it wasn't for him doing the first one you know or his credibility or whatever if it wasn't for him there would be no aew um but then now people are starting to think like, no, the personal was probably CM Punk. He was probably pissed about how CM Punk came in and was like, okay, well, I'm the big draw here. I'm one Bill Phil. I'm yeah. I'm in charge. I get a say. And then Cody was probably like, okay, well, I want more money. And maybe Tony Khan was like, you need to turn heel. The crowd is booing you. Stop fighting it. Like, just fucking turn heel. And he was like, I don't like the way the culture is changing here ever since CM Punk showed up and um, you're not going to give me money to match punks and I'm not going to turn heel. So I'll go to a place that'll let me be a baby face. And I mean, his gimmick works better in WWE. If he wants to be a baby face doing that whole Homelander thing, makes more <laughs> sense in WWE than AEW. But... It really does. It yeah. does. I, I hate the fact that nothing changed though. It fucking drives yeah. me bananas. <laughs> It's you almost as my irrational hate for Greg Valentine. Fuck, I hate Gregory Valentine, <laughs> the sexiest man in professional wrestling. He I is not. He is, stop it. Uh, being Just a geriatric millennial, 
imagine if there was, I mean, obviously there's AOL, but imagine if there was high speed and Twitter uh, during the last few years of WCW, because, you know, people with, that would have been interesting. Uh, you know, not necessarily, they, they had uh, creative control. So the way we do where all of your biggest stars are people making the most money, all of the creative control, how do you balance that out? Okay, I'm glad imagine you brought this Vin, up. Imagine Vince Russo on Twitter, Jeff Jarrett on Twitter, oh Hulk Hogan on Twitter, just misspelling stuff, and you know, <laughs> you know, uh, Bret Hart. Yeah, Shawn Bret Hart. Michaels. I think Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart would be at least entertaining in his burns. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Oh my God. He just, well, Bret, he, well, Bret Hart would draw would draw the like the funny photo like the funny cartoons <laughs> yeah. he used to do and put those on Twitter because like that'd be amazing. He should do that now. He'd make a mint on on Twitter right now. It's close. With the uh, and Shawn Michaels would be basically CM Punk now. <laughs> yeah, but just the, the the no filter of these. Right. How can you imagine that? Who would be who would have the who would have the most followers? Would Hulk Hogan, Kevin uh, Large Hand, Kevin Nash. <laughs> Large handsome, probably. Yeah. Because he's more he like he's on the Twitter game right now. But if this is back so, in nineteen ninety eight. Oh, it, it, back in nineteen ninety eight it'd be when it'd things be are going off handsome. the rails. You know. Yeah, finger it'd poke be big doom. yeah, he well he he would probably he would have spilled his guts on everything. Like he would have just been like telling everybody the business. Listen, this is how this worked. Like he would have been the guy who exposed everything, I think. Because like Big Sexy was like he was he he was savvy. He understood. He kind of still understands how big social media is, so that's kind of his thing. But you brought up you brought up uh, like WCW and and Russo and that. Like okay, so it's really easy to like you know make fun of AEW and what's going on right now. Uh, there was a story that Bischoff Eric Bischoff was talking some shit about AEW about you know how how they don't know how to balance a card or whatever. And I start like I'm sitting there going like how the fuck how the fuck can the you stand there right gentleman. now yeah how like how, how do you got who are you to doubt Al Dandy how dare you well it's not even that it's just you can't you can't look at AEW in the in in the the span of four years how far yeah. AEW has come along WCW yeah. was trash for like ten years before uh, you know whatever happened happened with with uh with the nwo and everything like it was a trash television show it was always like just redneck wrestling is what it was i don't want to hear TBS. you saying about american males I mean, the, the american males were one the of handsome the stranger <laughs> handsome stranger oh dear there's there's a lot there's a lot of bad in, in wcw ice train <laughs> but like Exactly, but the, what I'm saying is, is Bischoff was going on about, oh, you know, when I was when I was running my company, I would never have cards like that. I'm like, dude, you did fucking Super Brawl, and that was what not a good idea. He complaining about? He was complaining about how all all out and all in. Like he he did, he goes, it's just it's too much. You guys are doing like it. I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it just set me off when I read it. I'm like, dude, you can't you can't sit there and go, oh, back when you know, back when I was doing the well oiled like, machine, oh, you had a yeah, like your machine was not well oiled. Like you were one of the more most torrential fucking companies to work for. You let a you let a company that was making, I don't know, I think it was like twenty five or thirty million a fucking month, to making absolute nothing. 
being like, sold for a million dollars or being sold for a million dollars for tapes. Yeah. Essentially is what it was. They like they didn't even want to buy the talent. They just wanted the tapes and the ring, but they're like, I guess we'll take some contracts. <laughs> like that's like that's that's and then legit. they effectively buried everybody, right? Yeah. Like oh, Sting yeah. and Booker oh. T and everybody. Again, the heart of professional wrestling yeah. is uh mon- but see, even then, Tony Khan. So two things about that. Like Tony Khan, uh, they asked him in the media scrum after, like, are you sure you want to do all in and then all out the same weekends every year? And he was very adamant about creating um, sort of a, a routine of sorts. And he wants all in every year to be the bank holiday and uh, the August bank holiday in, in the UK. And then he wants All Out to always be Labor Day weekend in, in North America. So I, I see I see that that's a, a lofty sort of goal. And if he gives himself enough time to book it right, it could work. But then look what happened this year, right? I don't think he anticipated when he was booking things that CM Punk would go ahead and, and do something fucking stupid. Although maybe he should have known, but well, I digress. When- um, well, what I what I think like here's the thing you can't I can't you can't fault him for the injuries or or the sickness like oh, not his fault no. can't yeah. fault him for travel because of the hurricane again right. act of God um, or whoever you believe in um, we'll say climate change really when you think about it <laughs> but or just Mother Nature man like it's just like it's it's August in Florida it's hurricane yeah. season like <laughs> yeah. it's gonna happen. Uh, but so like you can't you can't fault him for that. Now what you can fault him for is not making coherent not making coherent choices for the all out pay per view. Like he's throwing stuff stuff at the wall to see what sticks. Like it's just kind of like oh exactly it was very late stage WCW and I can understand how Bischoff is kind of like that's what it looks like to him. But I'm like dude like. They vote. They they got really big in four years. Like they, there's never they, uh, a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. Yeah, exactly. Like we're not there yet. Um, hey, you know, Buckshot. Or, they did Viagra on a pole match they, once. They did do Viagra on a pole match. What? Why? Because yep. they, they all got that, that dead dick. <laughs> yes. They all wanted to have sex with Stacy Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler. Yeah, something like that. And then whoever got it got the the big Viag big bottle of Viagra on a pole and got to take. Stacy Keebler on a date or something. Anyways, that's really gross. Fool. It is very gross <laughs> yeah, when you really cannot, think about no. it. I cannot yeah, reiterate like, how I, terrible wrestling is, <laughs> and like, like how gonna... Sorry, ruined teenage boys across the universe. Absolutely. Um, no, I just read a. I just literally tonight finished a book Hell called yeah. the "Sex Cult Nun" uh, by Sex Faith Cult Jones. Nun. Okay. Yeah, so it's a memoir of a of a woman. Her name's Faith Jones, and she was raised in like the Children of God cult. Oh no! And it was a, it was a pretty awful cult that one of the edicts was um, uh, uh, showing like making love is showing God's love. And so if somebody, if somebody, what they mean is when a man approaches a woman, and in some cases a child, and wants to show them love. Um, you're obligated to um, to reciprocate, or else you're denying God's love. So it's like Yikes. 
Yeah. But like that is the ultimately like in, in her epilogue, she says like, this isn't unique to this particular cult. Like that's just patriarchy. Like how many times are women kind of um, sort of going through the motions because, you know, they, they feel they've been guilted because the guy said, well, you flirted with me and I bought you dinner. So you owe me something. Right. Um, But that whole what you just described like yeah we're gonna put viagra in a pole and you go on a date with stacy keebler like i think Stacey he was trying to get a say like maybe correction i, don't I think it. it was tori wilson but still tori wilson, tori wilson. okay well tori regardless the woman yes. the, the 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 hot the babe, human being the human being doesn't get any agency here like no. it's like yeah these guys are getting a bottle of viagra and you better be ready for them. <laughs> oh like, yeah buckle so up gross. uh yeah um, the strangest pole match in wrestling history took place WCW doing a feud between Shane Douglas and Billy Kidman. Tori Wilson turned on her former boyfriend Kidman to become an item with Douglas, the hope that Wilson would help Douglas just like Francine had done in ECW. Kidman accused Douglas of using Viagra, which led to the bottle of the mail being placed in the pole. Both men tried to force the other to use the Viagra after Kidman grabbed it. Douglas eventually won the match with a pin thanks to Tori's distraction. So... Viagra on a bowl. But yeah, so <laughs> there you go, Bischoff. You came up with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Not even, anyway. not even see Alice lasts a lot longer. So God. Duh. Um what else on the poll? We had we have Buff Bagwell's mom on a poll. That'll get your heart. Terrible. Uh, yeah, those those matches sucked. But anyway, all, all I'm saying is, is like we got all these people that are pointing fingers at Tony, and I'm like, dude, he's only been doing this for four years. Yeah. You got to give him a break. And I, I like I I try to remember that. I'm like, listen, he's still trying. Like this is still the honeymoon phase for him. No one's right. really like he hasn't really dug in and like not to everything's be been working out. Like he's you know what I mean? Like, Booker of the year, not to be contrarian, <laughs> but has being awarded Booker of the year gone to his head? Uh, I don't know if. I don't know if that's the case, because like I mean, not like he likes be he obviously he likes awards. We get it. Like he's all about stats and statistics, and that's his, right. that his brain works. But like at the end of the day, I don't think it's that. It's just more of a. I think he still has way too much on his plate, and he's still not sure. delegating as well as he should. Yeah. And he like I he's agree. trying to be the like I hate saying it, but like he's trying to be the Vince McMahon. Like he has to approve each show. It's like, dude, just let your talent do it. Yeah. Like I think you have like the roster you have. You have a lot of pros. Yes, you do have a lot of young people, but some of those young people are so savvy that they 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 are veterans. They're your veterans, yeah. so you got to trust them. And it just feels like he's still holding on to the reins a little too much. Like he's not letting Brian produce as much. I don't think as maybe Brian yeah. should be producing. Got so Dustin it, Reynolds, obviously, can be a great asset. Lots of lots of talent to help out. Well, I mean, he's got Jimmy yeah. Jacobs. He's got. He's got uh, was Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn. Uh, yeah. yeah, Rob Van Dam is apparently going to maybe be a coach in the back, maybe soon. Dean Malenko. Yeah, like he's got like he basically took a lot of the WWE coaches and they're doing their thing. Like I would love for W. I would love if AEW because like their women's they have a great women's roster. They're not utilizing it. That's they're another not. story. Sorry, That's can another I story. interrupt with that? Because I'm really pissed off about that. So All In had one women's match. It was four women. Britt Baker, Shida, Hikaru Shida, Soraya, Tony Storm. So this Wednesday, last night on Dynamite, we had a match. It was 
Marina Shafir, Nyla Rose, and Emi Sakura, who we don't see anymore since the YouTube shows got canceled, versus mm -hmm. Britt Baker, mm -hmm. Shida, and Chris Statlander. Now, Chris Statlander has a match this Sunday on uh, on All Out. Now, mm -hmm. they announced the match for Collision on Saturday, the one women's match on Collision on Saturday, and it's Britt Baker, Shida, Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho, Tony Storm, and Soraya, who had a match on the pay-per-view last week. Now, you have three women who got a match on Dynamite and on Collision, two of which got a match on the big pay-per-view. Okay. And then they're having a match against two of the women that had a big match on the pay-per-view. The other one was featured in the pay-per-view. She showed up to try and get Tony Storm to not um, hurt Soraya. Now, how much you want to bet that they're setting up the story on Saturday night so that either Tony Storm and Soraya get pissed off at each other and then they have a match at All Out? Or what they already kind of started setting up last night, Britt Baker and Hikaru Shida kind of... Um, having mixed messages and thinking that they're going after each other when they're really not. And they're going to now have a match on All Out. So you're basically, you have four women that have taken up the majority of the matches over the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. And like, like you, okay, so you also have, okay, well, Willow and Sky Blue and Taya Valkyrie and Anna Jay, they're going to have a match on Rampage, which is the afterthought show. Like, there's just no thought going into the booking on that show anymore. Um, but, like, how many other women, like, are on that roster that we never see, that you forget are even there? Like, Diamante and Mercedes Martinez. Like, they've been showing up on Collision. Where have they been? You know, like, it's just, he's got such a huge roster of, like, women's wrestlers that are totally decent. If Mercedes Monet does show up, because she was at all in in the crowd, if she does show up, mm -hmm. what happens then? Who gets kicked out? Are we going to uh, see only, Sheeta anymore? Spot. Are we no. going to see? You, like, you know who's going. You, you, well, you know who's going away. Uh, Britt's going. Uh, Britt, Britt's Britt's got to go. Britt's is good. Britt's, he, Britt is going away because she is not the same wrestler she was. She's not the same wrestler. She's okay, fighting. You... She's fighting this back injury, and like, as like, I hate to say karma because she was making fun of Thunder Rosa Thunder not Rosa. being able to come back. But like, you're in the ring, and you are causing <clears throat> issues right. in the ring. Right. You can't. You can't. You can't. You're you're not running the ropes like you used to. You're you're on a you like your strength. It seems to be waning. You're struggling to get people up for so for suplexes, up for a slam. You can see her physically. Right. wilting sometimes because she's just like i can't do this my back hurts so like she needs to go away so i don't know if maybe they need to write her off television using this match maybe that's what they're trying to do but like she needs to go we need to see whatever's going to happen with the outcasts happen with the outcasts because it needs to go away too like serenity needs to either turn face and go or they, the ruby and serenity turn on tony and tony turns into the, the that's what's gonna happen have yeah. you both been exactly. enjoying I think Tony? Ruby's gonna take the. Sorry. Sorry, up. Have you been enjoying Tony's transformation? See, yeah, Tony Storm's been the best thing out of all the women that I've just listed. There, Tony and Hikaru Shida have been the best thing. I think to what Turbo was saying, what's gonna happen is on Sunday, um, Ruby Soho is gonna get the belt off Chris Statlander, and that means Ruby and Saray are gonna have belts, and Tony's not gonna have a belt, and she's gonna have a meltdown, and they're implode i think that's what's going to happen and sadly i think you're wrong about Britt baker because Britt baker said that she was going to be taking a backseat to 
dentistry for the time being and focused on wrestling. And then she had this really shitty fucking promo, I think on Zero Hour, where she talked about how the women's division has gotten very complacent lately. Um, and that, like, she also go went on to shit on all the title reigns since she lost the belt, which includes her best friend, Jamie Hayter. And I would say, arguably, Jamie Hayter had the best run out of all the women with the belts, in my opinion. But she basically went on and said that the women's division's been very complacent lately, and that's going to change soon. And I, I don't know. I kind of wanted to throttle her because I was just like, no, you got complacent. Everybody else has been working very, very hard, and they're not getting the same chances as you. So I, sadly, Turbo, as much as I wish you were right, I don't think you are. I don't <sighs> think Rick Baker's going anywhere. Well, poop, p double o p poop. Anyway, but as you I didn't want I, to talk about the women's division, yeah. you were going to so, go on to another point, and then I was yeah. like, no, I need to rant about the women's division. <laughs> as you were, Turbo, go ahead. So, as I was saying, uh, I think. Tony needs to bring in some, like, don't get me wrong, Madison Rain. Why is she hired? I have no idea. I don't know what She's she does. Coach. She's not a very good one because some wrestlers are getting worse <laughs> instead of better. So I think maybe we should rethink our ink on Madison Rain. I think she should go back to TNA and be a, a woman's commentator because that's where she thrived. I th or something because I, I don't think she's doing well for the coach side of things for women. Right. I believe Tony needs to go out and be a little more proactive and he needs to grab WWE's trainer, Santana Garris. They okay. need, she needs, yeah, she, they, she needs to come in. Cause one, she's a fantastic talent. She looks amazing. She can talk and she's that, how do I put it? Uh, she's that wholesome, doesn't look like she does anything wrong or bad. So like she's a white meat baby face, I guess is what we'll right. call her. And like, I think she would get so over in AEW because like she would, she could come off as being the squeaky clean, you know, face going after the really dirty, nasty heel. And like, I think that's what's missing in some of the AEW storylines is we don't have that super split between face and, and heel. It'd be nice to see that in the women's division because um, all the women get down and dirty every now Willow. and then, right? Yeah, I, mean, I was Willow. just going to say Willow Nightingale. And then this is what I hope happens. I hope that if Ruby Soho does take the belt, it's only for her to drop it at Grand Slam to either back to Chris Statlander or to Willow Nightingale. Do you honestly think they're going to give Ruby Soho a title shot, a title reign? Not a long one. And it's just a TBS belt. <sighs> I thought and they I were think it's to... there, and I think solely there to further the story with Tony Storm, not because they want to reward her or anything. It's just because Tony Storm's losing her mind, and if her two stablemates both have belts and she's the only one who doesn't, mm -hmm. I, think, I think that just sets up that story. So we only have two belts for the women's division, yep. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, technically, we have three if you count the ROH women's team. Thank God. Oh, and that one last thing about the women. So Samoa Joe is going to defend the ROH TV title on at All Out. Why can't fucking uh, Athena, who's arguably one of the best wrestlers, men or women, that Tony Khan has at his disposal, why isn't she on the All Out pay-per-view? Dude, I love the fact that she's heel. I love the she's fact awesome. she's... It's absolutely amazing what she's doing with that title. Like she defends it every, almost every episode. She's defending it just yeah. like Orange Cassidy. Yeah. 
and a lot and like it's not getting that recognition and i think i think tony needs to take the belt off athena and get athena on the main roster with I with agree. uh maybe have her like maybe like we need like there's the faction i get it there's outcasts and then there was you know Britt baker and you know rebel or reba or whatever the fuck her name is rebby that's I'm it Rebby, sure right? no rebby's uh matt hardy that's wife. matt matt hardy's it's, wife it's, i think it's rebel <laughs> anyway is it reba i don't know. i anyway. don't know anyway she reba. like i don't know what her name is and she like there there was that faction but like i think we need to have like a, a four horsewoman faction now hear me out this is just me fantasy booking this right now i don't know how i would get all. there but if i could have an all-female <laughs> faction it's gonna be it's the bunny penelope hater and Abaddon. <laughs> you gotta have Abaddon in there, of course, right? Listen, she deserves no, it. Bunny... She needs to be on the. T- she needs to be on in with someone. She needs to be with a lot, like some some veterans. She's gonna have a new breakdown. Or or even or even better yet, here I'll, 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 I just thought of, I just thought of a way better faction: Athena, Taya Valkyrie, Jamie Hader. And uh, Penelope. Now that's a faction. That's crazy when you think about it. Because you got Athena, who's that badass ROH champion. And then you got Haya Valkyrie, who's been all over the place, who's been like the Reina Darina and right. AAA. And so, like, you, like, I think, like, that's what needs, like, we need to, we need to get away from, like, the, the norm of, like, who we think should go. You know, like, you could go Bunny, Penelope, and, like, they're they're because they're friends and you see them behind right. the scenes but like if you just want to do it from a from a wrestler character standpoint like that faction's insane because you have like you you have that you have the two big heavy hitters athena and taya and then you have but penelope haters also a heavy hitter so it's almost this it's do you know what it kind of reminds me of remember that faction that i came up with beef it was like, <laughs> yeah 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 it was yeah, like yeah miro uh brian Hold cage and like uh and like uh was it hobbs or it was yeah, I don't know. yeah it was a, it was another big boy and it was just like yeah beef the faction right or yeah. wardlow i think it was um but yeah that's almost like the female equivalent of beef right there yeah you know? i i think it'd be a great like just completely change it up and let them run rough shot let them have all the titles like an undisputed era type oh my thing. god you love that and they're like Dude, I love factions, man. I no, love you the love fact that if you have a you faction. You love roughshod. You love just like people. Are I just like, like we're chaos. Just good at everything. I like chaos. No, you want everyone to be good at something. You want a, you want a, you want a team of supermen. I do. I you do. Want... <laughs> yeah, just straight up pow pow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All I want for the women's division is to see different women. I just wrestling. want everyone to have a good time. Like, like, I just hope both just think, teams have fun. I just want yeah, to people, see Abaddon on television. She yeah, deserves Abaddon, to be on TV. 
Yeah, Abaddon, I feel like, find a, a way to get her on TV. Like, she's one that's kind of fallen by the wayside. Emmy Sakura was the first, last night was the first time we'd seen her in how long? Nyla Rose, Four months. I feel. Uh, Nyla Rose, actually, no. I think I, we saw not Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir, like, job to people, maybe on Collision or on a Rampage. Every now and then, yeah. But, like, Emmy Sakura, we hadn't seen her in a dog's age. Uh, like Anna need... Jay is going to have a, a match on Rampage. She's going to be uh, tag teaming with Tari Valkyrie. Um, and we haven't seen her in a while. We've seen her like kind of interact with Jericho, but she hasn't been in the ring in a while. Um, I mean, Ty Conti's pregnant, so she's not going to, you know. The bunny came back with like no fanfare. She'd been gone for how long? And, you know, no, no special like, hey, the bunny's back. Penelope hasn't been in the ring, but then Penelope might be trying to get pregnant, so maybe that's why she's not wrestling. Um, Taya Valkyrie, I feel like she's gotten shitty booking. She shouldn't have lost to Britt Baker. That match was awful, by the way. Um, but she shouldn't have lost to Britt Baker. And who else? Did she, her losing to Jake, Car- like Jake Cargill and Britt Baker. Like For her to do the job to them, I, I think that was a mistake. Um, you want You want to have another credible woman in the roster? Um, she needs to win more and she deserves to win more. She needs to um, pin Statlander. That's uh, how you get her back on the map. If you want yeah, to put, she if needs you, if to you pin somebody important, yeah, like, she needs to like, maybe yeah. she pins Soraya. Maybe she, you know, pins, uh, maybe hater comes back and hater takes an L. I don't know. Maybe, but like, I don't know. Eh. It's, it's crazy what's going on. With wrestling. I mean, and we didn't really even get to get into All In because we were talking so much about bullshit CM Punk. Right. Uh, Well, uh, I mean, we don't have much time left. What was your favorite match at All In? Oh, uh, MJF, Adam Cole. Just the emotion. The emotion, like... Oh, Great man. storytelling, too. So good. It was so much fun. I was laughing at some points. Like, to... to to win the the first match and become ROH champions and the, doing the kangaroo kick and the double clothesline. I, I like, cheered when MJF did the kangaroo kick. I, like, I, legit, laughed. Like, I laughed. I laughed. In my living room, just went, yes, you did it! Like, to nobody by myself. To my cats. They were sure they were confused. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so the heat, like, that, that emotional match was just, it was great. I love the fact that friendship won. It's nice to... It's nice yeah. to see that it had no one turned on each other. Moment. It was a nice yeah. feel-good moment considering, you know, what everyone thought was going to happen. So I'm yeah. glad they zagged instead of zigged, which was great. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because, like, you can do a lot with this. You could have this potentially go on for, like, a year. You could you could yeah, use this to where, like, you know, they're best friends. They're, they're killing the game. They, right. you know, you, can you imagine the T-shirt sales are going to be through the roof if, you yeah. know, they stay, like, they come up with another cool uh, – like what is it there there might be a a shirt that says double clothesline or kangaroo kick and it's going to sell like hotcakes and and that's what they're going to do so that was my favorite match just because of the emotion behind it that sort of thing i i thought it was like the best in-ring match start to finish storytelling personal favorite for me was stadium stampede (laughs) i think that had had, i think i may be clouded by the fact that um it had chuck taylor and eddie kingston two people who were basically like gonna give up on wrestling altogether um 
And if it wasn't for AEW, like who knows what they'd be doing right now. They might not be wrestling anymore. And they got to have that match in front of 80,000 people in front of the largest wrestling crowd in history. Um, the fact that those two got that moment, I think that's part of the reason why I loved uh, Stadium Stampede. And I also thought that the ending of the match was really well done. Um, another match that I was not expecting to like as much as I did, and it has to do with how well it ended. Uh, the, the last sequence, I guess you could say, was um, Sting and Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland and Christian. Did he jump off him? Yes. Oh, Stinger. He, Stinger's gonna he, just be a talking head. He's just, yeah. it's gonna happen. He's gonna jump that one time and just things are gonna fall off and yeah. it's not gonna be good. <laughs> like he just stops Sting. Stop it. But at least Sting I say knows go harder. like his contract is up this year and he's retiring. Like he said that he's not gonna be in the ring anymore once his contract with AEW ends. But what a career, man. Like what a way to go out. Yeah, people Yeah, a lot of people were saying that for him too, like the fact that he was like top dog at WCW and it ends up in in uh, WWE only to be buried because he was a WCW guy. And so for him to be able to like end his career, again, somebody who got to have, you know, got to experience the largest crowd in pro wrestling history, like a lot of people were very happy for him for that. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I I wish like more there maybe the card was a little more diverse but I mean all in was a great pay-per-view it's just sad to say it's overshadowed by all the bullshit going on in the back um hopefully Tony Khan has a conversation and gets things straightened out and they can get back on track and hopefully this isn't like a, another you know 6 month fall behind where they have to rebuild the audience again like they did when the first CM Punk bullshit happened yeah so so hopefully it doesn't uh you know, come to that. But well, I mean, uh, CM Punk got reward. Like he, he did that, and then he was injured, and then when he came back, they gave him his own show, and the Warner Brothers. My executive- God, what's he gonna get now? Sorry. What's he gonna get now? Yeah, exactly. They're gonna, they're gonna say he's gonna hey, adopted you know by Tony. Con- yeah, yeah, he's now a con. Yeah. Um, or it's gonna turn into like APW, all punk wrestling or something. Hell like- yeah. Yeah, like, it's going to yeah, be insane. Sam Punk, Punk didn't learn. Like, he he was rewarded for his shitty behavior. Why would he? Why would he act? You know better now. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I never it never occurred to me, but I think maybe it's CTE. Yeah, it could be. I mean, that could explain why he has no um, impulse control and why he's always like a hair trigger ready to fight. Yeah, I don't know if he's like that with his wife. I hope not. Um, yeah. But uh, that's a good place Maybe to end, he has I guess. A micro penis. Sorry, Maybe guys. that too. <laughs> Ouch! Just right to it. You have a, a small penis. Pole match, no, 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 a small penis, a micro penis. It's a it's yeah. a medical condition. Everybody, <laughs> yes. look up micro penis right now. Right now, Siri, show me micro penis. Siri. <laughs> Jeeves won't do it. Jeeves is a coward. Hey Alexa. Hey Alexa, Show me micro penis. <laughs> Alexa, micro penis playlist. Yeah. Hell yeah. And on that note, yeah. as always, <laughs> as always, you can find us on Twitter at 2BD Pods. You can check us out on uh, sorry, not Twitter. Instagram is at 2BD Pods with a Z. Twitter is at 2BD 
at 2BDPod with no Z. Um, you can check us out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts. We're on on all those platforms. And as always, you can check us out on the TikTok by searching Retro2BDPod. Lots of cool things we do on our social medias, Muscle Monday, Mo Tuesdays, Figure Fridays. Sometimes there's links to wrestling event, wrestling clips. We, cause we're geeks and we just, we, that's what we do. We send memes to each other back and forth and sometimes they end up on our social media. So check that out. And as always, uh, the way we like to end this podcast is dare to be stupid and peace. Bye. Bye.